Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swaggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Before the year's up and before we get to our Swaggy nominees and more Tope and I debauchery, we gotta stop and take a look at the news in the world of professional wrestling. Over Skype, I have four of the other members of the Swaggle Squad here with me. We will start in Chicago, Illinois with Rich. Off a hot tip from a friend of the show, Dave Johnson, in the Pod Swaggle Discord. Uh, your boy had himself today a one cent whopper. What? Yeah, uh, Burger King was running this promotion in their app that if you uh, check in uh, to the app like 600 feet from McDonald's, you can get a whopper for one cent. Yeah. <laughs> and as I said in the Discord, if I'm 600 feet from a, uh, from a McDonald's, fuck Burger King. Because yeah, kind just, of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, your boy's fucking broke, so <laughs> one cent fits into his motherfucking budget. No time to be choosy when you cannot afford to eat. Understood. Understood. Does, does that only work once or like anytime you want? I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> you, know, if, you know if they were if they were cute they should just let you do a whopper junior for free <laughs> like either you, either you pay us the penny or you get a whopper junior for free um also in chicago is spencer is there a, i don't know something stupid like if you're on the mcdonald's app and you're within 600 feet of mcdonald's it costs you more <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey idiot like, just walk in well i don't yeah. know let me pull up the mcdonald's app I it's like Cards Against Humanity charging more for their game on Black that, Friday that's years exactly ago. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, you're too lazy of a fucking asshole. Hey, no dollar menu. <laughs> you want you want to make double? It's two fifty, Like at the airport. Um, In, I think his home of Nashville, Tennessee is Michael Whitten. Yeah, I'm home. I have not traveled anywhere since October. Blasphemy. I know, right? But just... Man, what a week! My hand hurts, my face hurts, my brain is mush. It's it's been a it's been a week. It has. And speaking of my hand hurts, my brain's mush, my feet hurt, whatever it hurts in New York. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you're right in that one. But uh, I think I'm reformed. I'm a red wine guy now. I'm jumping on the rich bandwagon. So, ah, uh, like- brother in vino. <laughs> Just like another, just like uh, another famous black man, Kevin Nash, Tope switching the wine. <laughs> just, just so much better. You just and you look so fucking classy drinking wine. Oh, we'll test that in December when we do rumbles. What's, uh, no. what's your favorite wine so far? <laughs> what's that? What's your what's your favorite wine so far? Are you a are you a, a cab guy? Are you like a, uh, a, a, a hopefully not a Merlot? We're starting. We're starting with the baby, as in the cheapest, which is Pinot, and then we're gonna try to advance it from there. All right. I, uh, I I've come around to um. Oh god damn it! What are the fucking iced wine? That's, yeah, nice that's iced wine. A box of wine knocks me right out. 
Um, all right. Well, now that we are uh, all officially have let everyone know that we're over the age of thirty and are drinking wine now, let's get into uh, today's podcast. If, um, if it makes it any better, I'm doing it ninety five percent. No, I would say fifty percent because I'm trying to have sex with someone who really likes me. <laughs> a Somalia. <laughs> a Malbec. That's I'm what I've been into her. lately. <laughs> oh, absolutely no comment. So what we're doing today is, uh, like I said, top of the show. We are um, doing our kind of our last new show for the year because uh, next week we already have in the in uh, in the bag, uh, literally and figuratively, in that it's Tope's second uh, Tope and I's second rumble from uh, Thanksgiving week, and then uh, the week after that we're we'll doing our Swaggy Awards. Uh, the third time we've been doing them, where the you the fans are going to be able to vote. If you want to hit us up for uh, nominations and ideas, we'll talk about that throughout the show. But you know the normal means to, to reach us out for that. Also on today's show, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to have some unprecedented uh, Podswoggle power payoffs in terms of uh, we're going to have some things read. We're going to talk about some things that have happened. Um, uh, I know I can say for one, Tope, we have uh, several things, several hot pieces of tent hitting the uh the patreon soon oh am i not am i am i am today. i not mistaken as this yeah. episode drops it's today yes. oh so, so it's airing on friday okay good yes. that's that's what i know to delete all my social media <laughs> so we'll be fine so at the end of the show we're bringing up at the end of the show they're gonna hear a little bit of a preview so in oh, case they you're are. not a patreon subscriber you have reason to do it because december and july and january is going to be a hot tent month or if you are a Patreon subscriber, you know to delete your subscription before <laughs> crosses your path. Uh, but uh, as always, to get the show kicked off, um, we have to determine who our picks are for our next Twitch tournament, which uh, from when you're hearing this is this upcoming Wednesday. We've had a, a weird schedule because of Thanksgiving and the holiday, so we haven't had time to pick our participants for the tournament. Um, it'll be airing Live on Twitch, 8.30 Eastern on December 12th. It is three stages of hell, which means that Tope gets to pick the stipulations as the current champion for each round. The first round, the semifinals, and the finals. Uh, Tope, do you want me to... Do you remember even what you picked? Or do you want me to read them? Absolutely not. So so I messaged Tope about this a couple weeks ago, and he finally responded back. So the first round of the tournament... Will be a page out of Rich's book when he was champion last year. We're going to go backstage. The first round are backstage brawls. The second round is going to be a tables match. And the final round will be a 15-minute Ironman match to determine who the champion will be at the end of this. So uh, Tope is the champion. He gets Kenny Omega in two picks. Augie's not here. Augie has sent me his picks. Spencer, Rich, and I each get one pick. Widen had the weakest showing for November Pick'em, so he is uh, not going to get a pick. So, uh, Tope, who is your roster member you want for the Twitch tournament? Uh, roster member, let's go with uh, let's go with Samoa Joe. It's huh? a good pick. It's a good pick. Uh, and this will be already a very, very entertaining and uh, internet-happy tournament because Augie's roster pick will be Daniel Bryan. So we have uh, Kenny Omega, Samoa Joe, and Daniel Bryan. So uh, allow Rich and Spencer and myself to probably fuck this up with goofy-ass shit. Uh, Rich, go ahead. Doug Judy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> uh, so will any yes, Craig yes. Robinson do? Okay. <laughs> now, last no, in last year's game, uh, again, just in case I can't find either that, I was able to find uh, a Raymond Holt or an Andre Brower. Would any Brooklyn Nine-Nine suffice? 
No, because if you're going to do Andre Brower, I would prefer you do Captain, or I'm sorry, Detective Pendleton from Homicide Life on the Street. Well, if I find an Andre Brower that looks like, that's just dressed like a policeman, I'll just change his fucking name. Like, it's. No, he was a detective, so he wore a suit. <sighs> whatever. You know what? Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'll see what I can do for you, Rich, okay? I'll see what I can do. So they expect a text message tomorrow. Uh, Spencer, what you got? Yeah, let me. We always try to put like fun people and like, you know, faces and stuff, but we never like really do like a bad guy or like someone that you're not a fan of. So let's let's go with Punishment Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. So that, so that when, way, when you're on commentary, you have you know it's easy. I'm give, I'm making it easy for you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Is would Baron Corbin suffice? Because it's the same fucking person. Uh, there, there's plenty of him. I think I already have him. Yeah, Spencer, I want you to be champion. I want you to be champion. Yeah, I'm doing some You're reverse gonna... psychology for the universe. Like, I don't want him to be my champion. Oh, but... I'd be so mad if he goes into the fucking rumble as champion. Oh my god. Oh my pick. Okay, uh, let me resort uh, my list online. Oh, that's right. Uh, so I try this every year. Uh, like with the theme, we used to have TLC this month, and I was like, oh, who? Somebody can fly and jump and have fun. Um, so this would have been it, but then I remembered it wasn't TLC, so I'm sticking with it because the movie's coming out, and it seems like he's gonna be the breakout star of it. Give me Peter Porker himself. I'm going with Spider Ham. <laughs> Wait, what movie are you even talking Into about? the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, oh currently sure. it's it's percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's supposed to be absolutely it's probably 101. percent Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So and Spider Man, who's being voiced by John Mulaney in that movie. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's just a great combination of everything. Wait, so I can't old, wait for old him Spider to get Man's? Hmm? Old Spider-Man? Like, real Spider-Man is being voiced by John Mulaney? No, Spider-Ham is being voiced by John Who the Mulaney. fuck is Spider-Ham? He's an actual character, and he's a pig that's Spider-Man. No, you're he's talking Spider-Ham. about the Simpsons movie. No, no, this, no, you're thinking <laughs> a Spider-Pig. You, have, you were having the exact same reaction I did when I went to a comic book store with Steve earlier this year, and I was like, what the fuck bootleg shit is this? And he goes, no, that's legit. I'm like, wait, this is a real character? Yeah, Spider-Ham okay. is real. Whatever. I guess when you have, like, infinite timeline Spider-Mans, you can do whatever you want. I mean, that's, oh, this, that's this what the movie's like about. 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't something they created for this movie. Spider-Ham has been a thing forever. So, I can't I, wait for him I, to I lose the Punishment Martinez. Yeah. Uh, Augie's pick... Um, because Augie gave this to me two minutes ago, is uh, Brian Danielson. Um, <laughs> who, who, he actually asked for Brian Lloyd Danielson, so he wants to me to see if I can find a dad version of him, because he didn't even realize that Brian Danielson is separately in the game this year. What? So, yeah, they, uh, they have a velocity match from 2003 that Brian Danielson wrestled with John Cena that's included in their, like my story mode so there's just like a brian danielson in white tights and white boots it's rated like 74 that's just in the game (laughs) (laughs) so uh, if i can't find it i can't find a dad version augie's got one of the lowest rated characters in the game (laughs) (laughs) the second and a topa your second uh your your anything you want pick uh yeah so there's a lot of chaos in all three of these stages backstage a lot of shit blowing up tables a lot of shit breaking iron man match Anything can happen. So give me someone who's good at creating chaos. Give me Steve Urkel. Ooh. Okay. I think I've sadly seen an Urkel already. Will you take a Carl Winslow? Because I've also seen him in previous iterations of the game. I'll take him. Okay. So anybody from family members? 
From what? Except like from family. <laughs> I said family matters. You said family members. <laughs> yeah, you said members. Oh well, whatever. You know that <laughs> that family family member show. Uh, no, I want Dan Urkel from Family Members. <laughs> Stan Lee Urkel. <laughs> yes, anyone from Family Matters. Okay, here's hoping I find Cousin Eddie. Um, cool. All right, so I'll give everyone the seeds at the uh, the end of the show and throughout the show when we you know when we have some lulls or we have some breaks and what we're talking about, we'll sprinkle some other uh, things out there. I have something. I know Widen has something, and a Tope, of course, has four powers to use on this podcast. So uh, there is that. But enough of that bullshit. Let's talk wrestling, huh? Uh, what's going on? What does everyone want to talk about? I was gonna. I was gonna ask y'all what is going on. Assassin's ah. Creed. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, it's really good. Wrong, wrong show. <laughs> the wrong show. What show uh, am I on that I talk about Assassin's Creed? <laughs> My secret video game podcast. Not this one. Um, yeah, I mean, well, we're a few weeks behind, like all the big news uh, from Survivor Series. Um, which was a p- pretty nice little show. It, it turned out to be. Um, the booking wasn't necessarily great in terms of the story of SmackDown, but fuck it, they just ignored the shit out of it and just went along chugging with their business. So it didn't. It didn't really matter. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can start with the all the women's division stuff because I feel like that's still. The biggest stuff that's going on right now is Becky Lynch is breaking out and Nia Jax is breaking bad. And (laughs) (laughs) she's the one who knocks Becky out. (laughs) Is she going to win? No. Who, 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 who are we talking? Nia. I have the worst Negan suspicion, and maybe I'm just doing it so everyone picks her <laughs> or puts her on the lower, but something makes me think that there's really going to be on this. Let's give this woman who punches people in the face and hurts all our talent, but she's big and is cousins with Dwayne, this huge push, and then she can lose to someone else at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was... That's what concerns me as well, because there's stories out there that since Fox is getting smacked down next year, they really want Ronda on it. So, like, my fear is she's dropping the title to Nia. She's going to Rumble. She's going to win the Rumble. And then that's how she's going to face Becky or Charlotte or whoever at Mania. Like it, w- it, like, it would not surprise me. We've seen it time and time again, Vince McMahon giving a big middle finger to everybody out there because it's his show and he'll do what he wants. So, yeah, I'm kind of worried that can happen as well. Um, I mean, this is really just all, like, fantasy booking. I kind of see it as the opposite. I see Ronda heading into Mania as champion, so that way you can avoid her being in the Rumble because, you know, as as good as her matches have been... They've also been very scripted and controlled, which the Rumble can not be at times. So you sure. avoid her you avoid her being in that setting. You have Becky 
be protected by losing a TLC match to either Charlotte or Asuka. And then you have Becky win the Rumble and be like, okay, I never got my crack. Now let me go face Ronda. And then Ronda can move over to SmackDown with the shakeup. And then continue the story from Becky from there. And also that way you have the SmackDown title also open for Charlotte or Asuka or whoever else to wrestle. And you avoid Nia defending the title against nobody else exciting on Raw, unfortunately. Because, you know, they, they haven't built anybody else up in the wake of Ronda. So th- that's more so what I see happening. Um, which means you're probably right, Witten. <laughs> which means that's what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm personally, you know, we've been talking off and on. I mean, this might be some hyperbole, but we've been talking off and on for, you know, I feel like a while about who that next breakout person is. And it's not often you have somebody with the momentum that Becky has right now in terms of, the fans in terms of not necessarily like poking her head in the mainstream, but like, you know, kind of getting attention on a, on a broader scale. So it's exciting. Um, I, I hope it, it's, it sticks its way out and it's done the right way, but you know, combat sports figures with Irish accents are pretty big right now. That too. And I mean, that's, I mean, Hey, she got, you know, his attention alone and was like, I'm, He's always wanted to jump in and do stuff there. So by him even acknowledging her, especially as an adversary to Ronda, is uh, is significant as well. So it's not unheard of. I mean, God knows they need somebody right now. Um, Which means, oh, I just realized, no, you're right, because they'll just send Becky to Raw (laughs) to replace (laughs) Ronda. Afterwards, yeah, no, we didn't say scenarios exactly what's going to happen. Sorry, everything's bad on Raw. Uh, do you, uh, Spencer, do you remember what, uh, Liz said, uh, about Becky Lynch yeah. a few weeks ago that Liz said that Becky Lynch is two memes away from being like John Cena level. I believe it. It sounds about the right. The world is like second to a face, face value. It's like, yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> the scientific way that I would <laughs> it made present so that. angry just using the terminology, but it's like, it's true. Yeah, it's exactly accurate. Um, yeah, that's uh, so. We have TLC's not this Sunday. We have another week. We have we have the go home shows uh, of SmackDown, which should be fine, and of Raw, which I won't watch. Well, SmackDown's um, been absolutely fucking on fire. Like I have been. Yeah. I watched a lot of SmackDown last night. It was very good. Yeah, like I've been watching the the shows in their entirety, but like just from like taking the temperature of people that do watch, SmackDown's absolutely incredible and catching clips here and there. Whereas like Raw is. Absolutely dismal. Raw is very no. Raw two weeks ago was almost unanimously regarded as like one of the worst wrestling shows ever. Not even Raw's ever. Undoubtedly, maybe the worst Raw ever. That's incredible. Well, the one from this past week was literally the lowest ratings of all time for for because. Because of a of the reaction of people like I'm not tuning in if that's what it was because <laughs> that's how bad that other show yeah. was. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's how I can can't you do I that can't... in 2018. A billion dollars, they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they they can. And and to be fair, they have been dealt a a minorly raw hand in that. Well, that's the problem when you book your show around one to two people, and then those one to two people are injured or unavailable and you don't have anybody to step up 
in that spot, or you do have people to step up in that spot, and then you just make them cut promos where they that, get that's vaccinated. That's just bad writing, though, man. Like it is. Like, it is. I, like well, if you can't if you can't give yourself a week to start fixing it, that's there's no excuse. For so that. you should be running a program. Spencer and I were just like bullshitting the other day, and I was just refreshing him on who's on what shows, and we're going over SmackDown. SmackDown literally has everyone good, right? Like, <laughs> like with the exception of like a few people, you can obviously point out like they have all the tag teams that we're ever going to remember from these few years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have everybody. It's it's wild. Yeah. But Raw has the revival, yeah, which should be awesome. Like they should be like the best tag team. Well, first of all, they should be the best tag team on Raw easily. Well, and that's the thing is like you you give like the 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 pen the pencil whatever to to fucking anybody else, and there is enough talent on the Raw roster absolutely to cobble a good show together. Yeah, but like with where everyone's positioned right now, I'm just like no, that's just not the case. Whereas SmackDown, like you go ten deep right. before you're like Randy Orton. Right. Where he properly <laughs> should be. You have on a regular basis Rusev, Andrade, Stan, Almas, uh, some weeks, like you said, Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy or Shinsuke, just not on the fucking show. Ray Mysterio Jr. is on SmackDown. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he wasn't on this week. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, fucking Rusev. Did you see Rusev's promo? Uh, I did. On Shinsuke? Fucking delightful. Yes. <laughs> That was a white meat baby face promo. It was hilarious, but actually got him over the same time. So it is possible to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. People were like, oh, you can't be a face. You know, you can be a funny, cool face. Song does look like Rusev. But, but I will piggyback on Spencer as far as it's also just lazy writing on Raw. Because you take a look at things. You have... You have Bobby Lashley, who could make himself to be a legitimate heel, wearing sunglasses and showing his ass. You have, you have. Wait, what? No, hold on, hold on. I want to point out, Widen is not making anything up or using bad phrases. Bobby Lashley now just poses and then bends over and shows you his ass. Oh, so you weren't using like kayfabe terminology? He no, I no, 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 no. Bobby Lash, like Leo Rush, talks about how good of a physique Bobby Lashley has, and his big move at the end is he bends over and just displays his ass. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Fuck everyone. <laughs> that's, <pretty dope. laughs> like, that's that's fucking the heel heat, man. But but as a, but to continue, you have Seth and Dean. This huge thing that people have been kind of waiting for. Now, kind of reduced to what's uh, what's it called when someone's just afraid of germs everywhere? Like, what is that called? Yeah, not Dean Ambrose is a germaphobe, pretty much. And then you have for two weeks in a row, Sasha Banks and Bailey, notably two of your two of the best women's wrestlers on Raw, sitting in chairs answering questions. Just having a Q and A. They're just doing like the Kevin Smith thing. It just to quote Johnny to quote Johnny Cochran, it does not make sense. You also haven't talked about Drake Maverick pissing on everything. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I forgot about that. Jeez. How can you forget about that? I have it. 
I wrote it down in one of my Swuggy Award nominations. <laughs> as, as Rich can attest. It's yeah, almost like it's, the show is being written by a 73-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> that is slowly declining in mental... Slowly, sorry. He has been over a period yeah. of time. Yeah, and, yeah, but it's... And here it's we are now, we've arrived. Picking up pace. And, and <laughs> here's the thing, like, if you look at the, the, the card for TLC on paper... It's fucking great. It is an amazing yeah. card. But they they couldn't have and it's it's largely made up of raw matches. And you could and like I couldn't drum up enough interest in it. The SmackDown ones, I am. Like the women's TLC match is gonna be great. It's gonna be insane. Bron- that show. should main event. I think it will, especially if Strowman isn't it's like Strowman isn't ready for his match, or mm-hmm. if he is ready for his match, that should honestly be the same thing as the Kevin Owens match at SummerSlam. It should be a two-minute fucking squash. It's over. And then that should main event, because they just refuse to let AJ Styles main event a show. So, And oh, also that match... Is Strowman uh, facing? Strowman's facing... He's facing Corbin in a TLC match. If Strowman wins, he gets Brock at the Rumble. If Corbin wins, he becomes the permanent general manager of Raw. But Strowman like had legitimate elbow surgery like two weeks ago, and it's unclear as if he is going to be ready to compete or not. In which, is, sorry, go ahead, Tope. Is it a TLC match? Just get the climb ladder and pick something, or just like I think it's I think it's like the the Shield six man TLC version where it's pinner submission. Whereas the women's match, obviously the title will be hung because they have something to hang. So, so that is going to be a TLC match then. Uh, that's my assumption. Okay. I mean, every, every time there's and, a title involved, they yeah. dang it. And if Strowman can't make the match, does uh, Nicholas take his place? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. The less interesting option probably Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather see a 13 year old child go out there and wrestle Baron Corbin than because they've been using Bray Wyatt during house shows to like come out as a surprise and beat Baron Corbin. So. Yeah, and 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 the one thing I will say about that is, uh, somebody put this on Twitter. I, for, I forgot who it was, but apparently in an interview, Baron Corbin was kind of excited about. He's the first person that's seen on Raw. He's like, oh hey, you know, I've got the John Cena spot. I've got the Roman Reigns spot. It's pretty exciting. Well. It's also contributed to some low fucking ratings. So, <laughs> so take it back a little bit. Like, so what, is Strowman like opening up the episode? No, 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 Corbin. Oh, Corbin is. Cor- yeah, Corbin. Yeah. yeah, because you want to start it up hot, and you don't have Roman Reigns to do that. Kurt Angle was doing that, and people were still happy about it. But now it's Baron Corbin doing it, and people are just like, "Oh, let's see what else is on TV." Yeah, because Corbin's a joke. Like. Like he's he's a lot better than like he's a lot more entertaining than he used to be, but that doesn't mean like we want to see him open up Raw. And yeah, doesn't mean he's cool. Been... All right, guys. Yeah. Every time we talk about Raw, we get so negative. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody been watching Impact lately? <laughs> I have not. I, I probably should be. <laughs> um, well, if we're bringing it, if 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 we're if we're taking a break right here, I, maybe we should uh, do some some power stuff. Uh, power stuff. Someone was talking about bad writing. Hey, Widen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you have a letter to read to us. Yep. Uh, it's right here. It's, uh, it's addressed to the Hilton Global Headquarters, which for no. some reason isn't... Go ahead. 
Do you want to provide some context as to uh, sure? Yeah, because sure. this is sure. So, so back in uh, October of 2017, we were doing a show. <laughs> we were doing a podcast, and I was staying at a hotel in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I just happened to in the beginning of the show just make a comment about how nice the hotel is, and at the end of it, Rich, who was the champion at that time, used the power and said, "I'd write a handwritten letter." <laughs> uh, to Hilton Global Headquarters stating how well the hotel is. That's a nice so, thing to do. Right? It is. I, just, I was waiting for so the shoot a joke. Yeah, I'm probably going to give you so many Hilton Honors points. Wait well, a sec. He's actually concerned he's going to get kicked out. I, yeah, <laughs> exa- exactly. I'm a Diamond member. There is no more. Like, there's only down. Well, that's what you think. Yeah, just a super secret double diamond member. Yeah, like a black diamond member or something like that. Like, unless you just like were sarcastic about this entire letter, like that, then that's all. Yeah, let's hear and we'll 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 be the judge. All right. Okay. So here it is. Dear Hilton Global Headquarters, my name is Michael Whitten. My Hilton's honors number is not saying that (laughs) I'm recorded medium. (laughs) We almost got him. We almost got him. (laughs) As I'm sure that you can view. Give me the shit. Yeah. I am a Diamond member, and I have stayed at a number of Hilton hotels in the past number of years throughout the United States. However, out of all of those stays, they all pair in comparison to the one stay that I am writing to you about today. In October 2017, for one for one night, I stayed at a Hilton Garden Inn in Knoxville West slash Cedar Bluff. Their address is listed below. Uh, the, truly, the pinnacle of the Hilton experience. I know, right? My tour even though this of choice. Even though this reservation took place more than a year ago, it was a reservation that went so well, I utilized it as a method of comparison to my other reservations. The hotel and the stay as a whole has really come to be a shining star in how hotels should be and guests should be treated. I still remember everything to this day. I was greeted by a lovely, bubbly front desk worker. I believe her name was Julie. Who... Who complimented my beard and asked that I let her know if I needed anything. My room for the night was very nice and clean to my surprise and was much more clean than other hotels I have stayed to in. To my surprise. I was Yeah. I walk into a Hilton room and there's cum everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That's coming up in mine later. That's don't shit on my my letter later. True, true. I was able to efficiently work at the desk. With the hotel's proximity to restaurants, I was able to walk to my reservation for dinner. I slept very well in the comfortable bed. And lastly, in the morning, I was greeted to an elaborate breakfast featuring the fluffiest pancakes I've ever had. It was truly a hotel stay fit for a king. They're so fluffy. They were. (laughs) I am sure you are wondering why I'm writing this letter complimenting this hotel rather than simply sending an email or contacting by telephone. I'm sure you are also wondering why I'm writing this letter more than a year after my stay. I truly believe in giving credit where credit is due. The Hilton Garden Inn, Maxwell West slash Cedar Bluff, went above and beyond during my stay there in October 2017. It would only be fair for me to go above and beyond in complimenting them to the appropriate people. In today's world, sadly, going above and beyond what is asked of you is not really preached. And expressions of gratitude have been reduced to a post on Facebook, a hashtag on Twitter, or a picture on Instagram. It is sad and unfortunate. Well, let me change that today in expressing my gratitude to the Hilton Garden Inn, Maxwell West slash Cedar Bluff, for going above and beyond during my stay. 
I hope that motorheads and hotels will be able to model themselves after this one glowing hotel. If that is the case, it is safe to say that you will have me as a Hilton Honors member, a true loyal one for many years to come. Thank you for taking the time to read my letter. I hope my compliments make their way to the appropriate people. Happy holidays. Sincerely, Michael Witten. Wonderful job. Julie. Good. We think. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were going to break kayfabe there and like throw in a plug, a yeah. plug for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a... because Podswoggle, wrestling podcast entertainment. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because it, it kept it pure. It did. Now, is that so, you holding it up into the envelope to mail out? Yes. Okay, good. Where is their global headquarters located? It's in McLean, Virginia. Ah, interesting choice. Yeah, I, I know. I don't understand, but whatever. So yeah, put a stamp on it, and it'll be gone. All right. Uh, very good. We, that's the classy letter. Uh, that's the classy reading. We'll get to the not classy reading later on. Um, but, well, before we get to that, I just want to say that with a great job, thank you for doing your power a year later. Uh, I also say for the of course, because I post this on Twitter, that anyone with more than four powers owed was going to get a special treat on this podcast. Wooden only has three powers owed now, so he's out of it. Um, so one thing first for me, I only have three as of right now because I still have to eat, what, 72 ounces of meat? You're correct, yes, I forgot. <laughs> I only have three. Um, hmm, Augie made me do that, right? Yep. Uh, yes, yeah. In a roundabout way, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, Augie is going to run the equivalent of pounds of meat I have to eat in miles. My <laughs> stream a very special Podswoggle IG Q&A. We will schedule the time and make sure everyone's live for that to answer questions while he runs this 4.5 miles. <laughs> Just to make sure that run. he does it. Not rollerblade. Augie has to run. <laughs> Just to make sure he does it in a roundabout way, if he doesn't do it by, let's say, it's when's President's Day? Is that Feb- February? Yeah. yeah. If he doesn't do it, again, I can ask him to do it, but I really want some more pressure. If he doesn't do it by President's Day, uh, Spencer has to run two miles along with that. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill Augie. <laughs> <laughs> you kill him. And, th- and that's the thing, because Spencer still has a couple powers left to use. He has one. He has one left. I only need one, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we never set up that you couldn't murder somebody, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just hey. saying. If he's dead, he can't hey, okay. run. So. Here's a pot swoggle power. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's get back okay. to wrestling for the time being. All right, so I think, do we, did we cover everything we wanted to for WWE at the moment? Any Anything else we can think of? We kind of we kind of glazed over the Daniel Bryan turn, but I want to make sure that I just say on the record that for as negative as I've been on the Dean Ambrose turn in terms of its execution, I'm the exact inverse positive about what Daniel Bryan's been doing so far. Yeah, I'm into it. Which, I mean, if you told me yes. that in March, I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> if, if yeah, I saw a fun not... clip of him uh, calling out the crowd for a, a what chant. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, that was so good. Really well yeah. done. Like people have tried to kind of 
like reverse psychology the crowd into not doing it for like as long as they've been doing it. That was that was up there with like some of the best takes on it. It it almost feels like he might have just killed it off. Like, like we might be seeing a lot less yeah. what chance. Now. He also saw the clip of him on commentary as well, which was also fantastic. Just, just fucking just. eating viruses and alive. Oh my <laughs> god! Like from his yeah. side, he just started eating him from his abdomen and just fucking ate him alive. It was ridiculous. Um, are, we, are we allowed to consider Cullen color commentators uh, for best call of the year for the Swaggies? Because him saying that he wants his daughter to kick every man's groin. <laughs> Is up there. It was with, a good call. It was a good call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not really calling the action in the match, but he was yeah. at the commentary. Speaking of commentary, so. uh, Renee Young on commentary this week in her response to uh, Graves consistently asking, what's the deal with Dean? Like, her response this week was fucking great. What'd she say? She just basically oh. shut his ass down and told him it's offensive that he keeps asking. <laughs> it was fucking well, rad. Well, he's That's trying to happen on Raw in the last five Sounds to me she's avoiding the question. Years. She's avoiding the question. <laughs> I guess you need to push the issue. Oh no! It, it was it was it was okay and everything, and then he started to tell her to do your job, and that's what, like I saw that and like I was like, oh no! And yeah, she just blasted him. Yeah. Well, Graves is like, like a real journalist. I don't know what to tell you. My favorite part is Michael Cole standing in the middle of them, being like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I can't do kayfabe this well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the the one quick thing I I will say about WWE, and I want to give a shout out for this. Uh, apparently, the Performance Center has a YouTube channel now, and they're like chronicling Matt Riddle coming in and starting up and everything like that. And, his and the videos are short; they're like five six minutes, but they're fucking great. That's interesting. There's, 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 not the only thing they've had that they had a bunch of stuff around war games uh yes which, which we didn't talk about war games on the show because it's the first time recorded since uh survivor series war games of course was dope i guess we can transition this into nxt talk um but yeah war games was fantastic as expected um is it is everyone up on nxt spoilers yay or nay yay uh, sure i'm not but yay. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm behind on the show in general, so. Okay, really the only one I want to talk to about it was Rich, so we, we won't, then we'll, we'll wait. Um, yeah, that's part of the reason. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Um, I mean, go ahead! No! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want it, bud. Yeah. Jesus, look at the, you guys are building something up. I don't, I don't did, believe there's a payoff. Did Johnny die? Yeah. <laughs> like... Well, I mean, he's, right, been, silence he's been dead for a while. Yo. Serious value of NXT, man. It's fucking dope. Johnny dies at the end. <laughs> that, was the, that was the series finale. They ended NXT after that. <laughs> Triple H woke up and he was next to China the whole time. Um... <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh god! Uh, is anybody oh. watching WWE UK? It was all in Eugene's snow globe the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say anything because that joke was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, think of someone, I was like, "Who's the most offensive?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's that's the answer. Yeah, it's much, oh, uh, much more well crafted than what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> went went to the bathroom and there's Patrick Duffy. 
Uh, it was a, it was a Glenn Jacobs ladder scenario. <laughs> Is anybody watching WWE UK? No, I think that was my answer. To Shut that up, Mullet. We're doing puns. <laughs> so, what's everyone's favorite uh, finale, serious finale in TV history? <laughs> uh, probably Bob Newhart. <laughs> yeah, New Newhart's the the Pantheon. You know what's a depressing ass one? Not my favorite. My least favorite was fucking Alf. <laughs> how does Alf end? Alf. This is how Alf ends. I'm a big Alf fan. And now this is Pod Swoggles. <laughs> of the week. Fuck. Okay. Fine. I haven't had it in a while. I fucking love Alf. All right. <laughs> What did I, I stand for? Uh, alien life form. Does he does he end up like eating every cat and then starves to death or something? What? No, no, no. It's it maybe almost sadder. So like he finally uh, connects to somebody from his from the planet Melmac, which is where he's from. His real name was Gordon Shumway. It was a playoff of Sting's real name, not Steve Borden, like the music. <laughs> um, and like he goes to, he goes to meet with like the alien, and it's the government who takes him away. No, and that's the series finale. No way. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. But but they, they corrected it like seven years later. They had a made-for-TV movie, which I still own on VHS, called Project Alf. And it was like he lived in like a government facility and was basically running like a casino out of it while they, they were doing tests on him. And they finally like have okay. two corporals help him escape, and then he's fine. So the series, for, seven years, for seven years, Alf was just abducted by the government, and that's how it ended. That's ironic. It was like the saddest thing of all You're time. You're an amazing human being. I just want you to know that. Yeah. I love that. I still have my, my stuffed Alf upstairs. Me and Alf have had some great five-star matches um, in my life, and Alf's the shit. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Did you know they made a Mystery of Science Theater 3000 movie? Yeah, I, I love it. We want, we did it for Meredith Movies. That's got to be the most useless movie of all time, right? Like It's the same thing as a yeah. TV show. Absolutely. It's, okay. it's, it's one of, if you're like putting it in episodes, it's one of my favorite episodes because they did a very famous Universal bomb. It's still very good, but it is it is worthless. <laughs> right, it's in also, terms of like a movie versus a TV. It's show. also shorter than a normal episode. <laughs> like even like even like if you take away like commercials, a normal episode's like an hour and twenty two minutes, and the movie's like an hour and fifteen. That's <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, no, I love that movie. Um, no, I'm not watching WWE UK. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Right, moving yeah, on. Yeah, fortunately not. <laughs> there's, there's a big uh, controversial thing with WWE NXT UK. I already forgot yeah. the name. Yeah, they uh, they just pulled all of their UK contracted talent from every company that's not one of their partner companies. Just like they pulled, just like they had Evolve basically pull. Impact talent from working there, or no? Impact pulled well, impact them. pulled them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's different in that the NXT UK talent that got pulled are it's like an option in their contract where they're getting paid more. Not an option, but it's yeah. like they're get, like they're getting compensated. So like it's it's just like anything else. Like they signed, they knew that this was a possibility because mm-hmm. it's in the contract. Okay, so, so the, like the no one's on their be... hands then when the UK scene. You know, deteriorates. It's not, but at least the wrestler. I'm just saying, like, but at least the wrestlers are getting a a payday. Well, and so, well, one, I mean, the wrestlers knew that. Like, this shouldn't catch anybody by surprise. 
that this is happening because it was always uh, a possibility. But also, too, that this is like a microcosm of what's been happening on the indie scene or the the relationship between WWE and the, and the worldwide indies for like the last five years. Right. In yeah. that, like, WWE keeps thinking they signed everybody. Oh, we signed them all up. Don't worry. We're good. And then a whole new fucking class of, of, of indie stars like pops up and and are fucking great. And then they get signed and it's been like a fucking just reloading process uh, instead of like a rebuilding process for the for the indies. And and at a certain point, it's going to reach like a critical mass. WWE is and they're not going to have enough places to put all these people. And so it's like, all right, well, you're just going to pay everybody. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we all got to start wrestling then because the indie scene needs us. We need to do our duty. Well, the main reason, so this global expansion, like I think like the mindset is in 20 years, they have an NXT everywhere. Like they have an NXT UK, they have an NXT Japan, they have an NXT whatever it may be. So that's why they're getting ahead of it and they're getting guys, you know, early and whatever. Because also, besides that, there is a booming independent wrestling market and also potentially, I don't know how much down the rumor mill we want to get, but a potentially new competitor that could be coming up in January, depending on how far you believe all the all elite wrestling stuff. So that's why you see, you know, ROH who kind of already sees the writing on the wall and knows that they're probably losing a lot of their guys gobbling people up like Brody King and PCO and re-signing Silas Young. That's why after Wrestle Kingdom is going to be fucking huge because it's to see who's sticking around. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces and WWE has the biggest pocket so they'll do whatever they can and they, and they, they won't care. Like, like there's like, Dominic Dijak has not been on television for a year. Like they don't. He's changed his care. name, like, or he's had his name changed like three times since his name just gets here. longer and longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, what is it? What is it now? It's like Domin- Chris- It's a uh, Dominic Dijakovic Witski Mitimich, something like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the it's like the female dodgeball player, dodgeball. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, I mean, how's everyone thinking of, or feeling about the uh, this potential? Competitor, this. You're talking about so you're talking about the elite starting up their own competitive, right. potentially company. Yeah, and it's been rumored to be linked to Jericho and Jim Ross, which have been in declined. Um, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is apparently going to be backing yeah. it, or or his son, because apparently his son's been an observer subscriber since the day he came out of the womb. Um, <laughs> which at the Jaguars game this past Sunday. Up in one of the boxes was Cody and Brandy. I hope Cody and Brandy decide against doing this just based on how bad that game was. Wasn't the score like six to three? I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah. not a Jaguars fan. Yeah, who, who it was, was, a, was it a six... scrimmage game? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a professional football game. <laughs> like throw, like throwing football because it was six to zero. I think. Right. I hope like he saw that game was like, yeah, you can't fucking run a football team, and you've owned it for many years. What the fuck do I think you can help us run a wrestling company? Yeah, maybe the problem is that everyone on the field is a fantastic wrestler, but a terrible football player. <laughs> <laughs> you put, you, put oh. you, you show Blake Borders how to take a couple bumps, and he's he's ready. He's a like Kurt Angle, natural. Um, so 
so the latest, I, I mean, the latest being being the elite. I mean, you know, they they play on there and they set up things that could happen, can I happen, whatever like that. But in the end of it, it was showing clues that made a lot of people think that there was going to be a all in two, and that it was going to take place somewhere like in late June or something like that. So well, I think at that's, this point, it's a given that they're going to do another one. Yeah. But you're saying it's so, part of like a company, like it'll be their WrestleMania now or something. The, it, it, it could be, but people are now thinking that the little like ticking clock on their phones, which is mm. the end of the year and what's going to be, it's just going to be an announcement for all in two. So that's what people are thinking. They're thinking more along those lines than them having their own wrestling company. They could do both. I mean, I, I just assume that the clock true. was them. You know, it was kind of down to like contract uh, uh, renegotiation times. Like, the, also, like, God, there. I, I don't put any stock in anything they say on that show because <laughs> it's yeah, all no, it's right. all designed no. to yeah to, to work. No, you, I don't brother. either. Well, yeah, which but is, to me, which is nothing, why I'm saying. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying this is what people are thinking. That's that's all I'm saying with it. I don't I don't believe it either because they play so much on that show. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I'm just I guess what I'm saying is like there's nothing for me to even believe in or against because none of it matters or like it's you know this is this is my prologue. What I'm about to say is very dumb. Okay, great. You know how all that all that had the big ear of corn. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Being the elite God. needs the big grain of salt. Because <laughs> that's what you need to take that show with. A sure. big grain of salt. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's, it's very fun, and sometimes we get some cool stuff. And every once in a while, there's like a, a little bit of oh, news like or whatever. tongue in cheek, and yeah, like, yeah. oh, are we doing this? Are we not? Like the and best Is Adam Page going to go to WWE? Yeah, right. Is he not? It's also stupid. The best it ever was in terms of a newsworthiness was when they were announcing uh, participants for All In. Yeah. And so you'd watch every week and you'd actually find out, oh, for a fact, this guy's going to be yeah. on it. This guy's going to be on it. <laughs> well, because they were they were making the news. They weren't commenting right. on the news. Right. Like the lat I I'm super behind but the last time I was behind. watching, they had like this running thing where Triple H, Triple H, was, H, leaving H was leaving them notes. Yeah. Right. So that's like in reaction to news. Right, exactly. That's the that's the salt I'm talking about. Yeah, the grainy hmm. kind. <laughs> like, I refuse to believe I refuse to believe you have not you would not have made that all that analogy if the, we weren't talking about all in. <laughs> it was just so yeah, such a like, to make. What a weird memory. <laughs> um yeah, I mean like I said, Wrestle Kingdom's gonna be the big determining factor of this. Um which by the way I wanna make sure I Ask everyone. I was going to ask this off there, but I'll just ask everybody now. I think I mentioned in our private group. But uh, who who wants me, Spencer, and Rich? I think are still going to do Wrestle Kingdom picks again, right? Yeah, we had yeah. we had a good last year. Yes. We'll set up some silly stakes as usual. You want in? Let's do it. Chope. Who would I still think we should do what we should have done last year? Have you guys record and actually talk about it? Because. I don't, me and Augie don't know shit. I'm not talking for a Witten, but having the varsity and the JV thing. Oh, sorry. So we'll actually have me, Spencer, and Rich do one, and then you, Witten, and Augie do the other. Yeah, do it off air, unless Witten wants to be on it. What, so and Augie then, can beat all of us? Well, if he does, then he moves up the varsity. Well, then he moves then, up the so, varsity, baby. Well, so it's, it's heavyweights and juniors, and 
the <laughs> the person let's do it let's do it uh let's make it interesting right let's do it like um premier league in uh in the uk That's exactly what i was thinking okay Shit. the exactly. person who gets the last place on heavyweights gets bumped down Regular, junior uh relegated yeah and the person who gets yeah. best place in juniors moves up to heavyweights damn <laughs> the next year that person if it's augie has to be on the show with you guys yeah no matter <laughs> what yeah oh my god that'd be amazing <laughs> yes I am for all of that, and I am junior heavyweight. <laughs> can how how many like big do, is there like a big four in like New Japan? Um, kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, Dominion, uh, G One Climax. I'd say like like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Climax. Yeah, yeah, and and then um. Oh my god, what's Honestly, the Sacro Genesis is I was heard that name seven hundred times. <laughs> I'm wearing the t shirt right now. Yeah, so we should have like a separate like a separate New Japan pickums just for like those we'll just do those shows. Oh that'd be good. So that we have a lot more movement over yeah. the year between yeah. the two divisions. Yeah. And then yeah. whoever ends up before Wrestle Kingdom has to do the show. Yeah. Oh, oh that's why we'll pick so excited for, for potentially to be talking to Augie in January 2010. But all right, Augie, we got Shingo Tagaki versus uh, Taji Samori. Uh, Your long storyline culminating here for the junior heavyweight. Who do you got? Yeah, and he I, just explodes. Augie's <laughs> gonna be so pissed every time you remind him he has to do more picks. <laughs> I already glad enough when I call him because I still like you guys know the drill. Like I send you the text or the Facebook reminder. And you all give me your picks via email, text, or Facebook Messenger by the end. I have to go out to my fucking patio, like, one Sunday a month, and go, and I have to interrupt Augie's day. <laughs> and God knows what he's doing. Half the time, he's just hanging out with his family. His family are shouting picks at him. <laughs> no idea how many times he, like, he'll re- repeat something I said. And I'll hear, like, AJ or Lisa back. Up. No, that guy sounds dumb. Sounds dumb. <laughs> maybe he just likes to call you maybe he just likes that tactile experience no, yeah. i call him you think no i mean that's what i meant that's what i meant that's what i meant he likes you to call him. <laughs> the fact that i confused the fuck out of him when i had to call him on saturday last time he's like what what day is it i'm like there's nxt too he's like oh fuck uh, well so back to Wrestle Kingdom, like being the big determining, I think more than that actually would be the night after Wrestle Kingdom, because that's when yeah. usually all the shit goes down. Sure, all like the Wrestle big Kingdom. tectonic moves. Yeah. What's that day called? They're called it's called something. It's like uh, Wrestle Kingdom New Year's Dash or something. or something like that. New Year's Dash. Yeah. That's exactly New Year's it. Dash. Yeah, Mrs. Dash. It's actually on the weekend this year because uh, Mrs. Dash uh, because the Wrestle Kingdom's on the Friday. This oh, year. hell yeah. That's very sweet. Oh, it's we're January. never going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you're, if, if New Japan's your thing, I'll, I'll take this time mid-show to, to pimp and promote the P1 Pinnacle on Twitch and YouTube. We have gotten four weeks in on it. We are eight weeks, uh, wait, eight weeks into production on it, so I've had another four episodes. If you're not watching it, it has been so goddamn good so far. So many stories. Everybody is uh, everybody in terms of their teams. If you guys, uh, the own, the the Podswoggle guys, are not caught up on it, everybody is looking real good in terms of uh, where we are live and where we are when we're recording. Nobody's really really struggling except for like two people um, in terms of characters. But everyone's got a, a dog in the fight. So if you're not watching that, make sure you're going to our YouTube channel every single Monday after Raw. 
You know, should we start putting it on during Raw? To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to give, like some, 30, give everybody something to watch. 9.30, 10 o'clock is never going up against the Edge and Christian show, and that actually is legitimately funny and good. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> fucking reschedule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so pretty, put it on at 9.30 for now on Tope, huh? The Monday <laughs> Night Wars are back! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I have so many scheduled tweets. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, just, it'll start in 2019. We'll start in 2019, okay? <laughs> You get Vince. You get Vince McMahon in his office. What the fuck is this P1 Pinnacle shit? I feel like I'm telling the same story Eric Bischoff's taught for like 15 years. Like I went to Ted Turner's office, but instead I went to Tope Adebayo's office. Like, oh Tope, give us give us an hour earlier every Monday night. That was my Ted Turner impression. <laughs> I don't oh, think it was God. Really good. I look I look forward to uh, Ted Turner being on Married <laughs> Movies. <laughs> It sounds like Rip Torn, actually. Hagar <laughs> around here. Yeah. Fuckers in the room. Um, oh, all right. Shit. Yes. Uh, what else for wrestling? Uh, so we, we talked New Japan and uh, the potential all elite stuff. We talked all WWE. Um, Johnny Mundo got eliminated from Survivor. Bullshit. He did. So and, he it, in the most um, amazing way. He did yeah. nothing wrong. No. That was. The only way, Rich and I talked about this separately, uh, it was his fault because he should have been crushing those first two immunity challenges. Yeah, but also, I don't know how his name was in anybody's mouth. Like, I don't, because in the entire episode, but in the entire episode, no one mentioned him even once. That's what made the reveal great because Survivor never does that. Survivor is really bad about leaving breadcrumbs to for you to like at the end of it be like, oh yeah, they did kind of talk about that real quick. When the first thing came up to John, I was like, holy shit! Like I actually popped. I'm like, you yeah. had no idea it's coming. Yeah, well, that's probably. I bet that's probably just good editing on their parts. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, but also <laughs> to start doing that after 37 seasons. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very true. They really chose their spot. The the editor was just bored. Like, let's spice it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. He's, so, he's anyway. Killing on the jury. He's killing on the jury, too. He's making a lot of funny faces and comments. So. Yes. Yeah. I also need to go back and watch his Ponderosa episode as well. Um, <laughs> as I told the rich, I can't wait for the Brochachos to be in the semifinals of Shikaro's King of Trio this year. Oh, absolutely. Brochachos, by the way, are, uh, are John Morrison. Um, or Johnny Mundo, John, whatever the fuck, John, the Johnny wrestler. Blindside, Johnny's Survivor. yeah, Johnny Blindside now, uh, Gainesville PD's Dan and Christian, the rocket scientist. <laughs> it's great. Like nothing has brought me as much joy than this. Like the last thing to bring me this much like joy in watching a season of dumbass reality TV is Great British Bake Off, which I would venture to say the Brochachos had just the same amount of like. Just niceness to them. You get Johnny Mundo on British Bake Off, dude. Put Johnny Mundo on everything. It'd be Johnny great. Bake Johnny Off. Fuck. Johnny Bake Off. <laughs> 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 oh, Samantha, did you want to say something? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> is what, it, what, is what, it what happens if uh, What happens if John Morrison actually like starts wrestling? What are they going to call him? <laughs> Johnny wrestling? No, that's already taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good friend moment, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, said, none of us want to take the bait. You knew. Yeah. I was gonna let you sink there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I've sunk before. I'll sink again. 
Oh, yeah, God. yeah. No more. No more. I mean, it's still a very good season of Survivor. So if you, if you're, if yes, you know, been, been, been good. Um, what else? What else in the world? Rich, Rich, Rich made me pop when he came to Great British Baking Show. It's true, but that's not wrestling, so we can gloss over that. We could, we can talk about that later if you're, if you're into that, Witten. Well, hey, 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 I Rahul is looking really strong, but we'll talk about that later. Wait, what's looking real? What would you just say? (laughs) Rahul. Oh, I think you said the hole is looking strong. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) They introduced this whole new concept. There's a fourth day now. Where everyone just bakes in the dark in a big hole. Uh, that, that's the, that's a great British whack off. That's <laughs> all right. We got too many segues. You need to get into this CM Punk thing. <laughs> is there, wait, is there for real CM Punk thing? No, it's it's one of the powers that uh, is going to be paid off tonight. Oh. So Tope uh, a while ago uh, said that I had to rewrite CM Punk's pipe bomb, famously performed on Raw in 2011. As uh, fan fiction. I've never written fan fiction before. Uh, so I don't know if this is right or not, but this is what I have. You didn't do any research? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> what a writer you bad, are. It's bad enough this was... I'm a journalist. This isn't journalism. This is creative writing. Uh, so I left this open in my computer way too long, and my wife's already heard me. She had her headphones on, thank God. Okay, here we go. Put your headphones back on. I already read it. Ah. Uh-huh. Don't look at me. Look away. Here we go. John Cena, while you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, mostly because my cock is inside your jort-loving ass. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I want you to listen to me. Listen to me long and hard. Samantha, get away from me. (laughs) Yeah, you wrote that in. Yeah, I wrote that in. I want you to digest this in every orifice because before I leave in three weeks for your WWE championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest before I come all over yours. (laughs) I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most of the people in the back because I can take you from there and you can't see me when I do it. I hate this idea that you're the best and the biggest and the strongest and the longest and the hardest because you're not. I'm the hardest. I'm the hardest in the world. (laughs) (laughs) One thing you're better at than I am, and that's pulling apart Vince McMahon's ass (laughs) and sticking your tongue so far down that billion-dollar brown eye that you taste his intestines. That's going to be my favorite show on Fox. <laughs> You're as good as tossing Vince's salad as Hulk Hogan was. Because he preferred cramming his Pringles canister down that magnificent ass. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne. Dwayne can eat an ass better than Pat Patterson in the middle of a high school graduation. Always has and still is. <laughs> That's pretty spicy. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Breaking off my fourth wad. <laughs> I am the best fuck in the world. I have been the best since day one when I fucked my way into this company, and I've been throated and pegged since that day because Paul Heyman saw how much I like being used as a walking, talking hole, but nobody else wanted to use me that way. That's right. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else is a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar. And he spits just like I'm spitting. 
But the biggest difference between me and Brock is that I'm going to leave with the WWE Championship, and I like the taste, but I spit for the visual stimulation of it all. (laughs) (laughs) I've grabbed so many of Vincent K. McMahon's imaginary anal beads that it's finally dawned on me that they're not imaginary, and he's using me to fulfill his butthole pleasures. (laughs) (laughs) Not the butthole pleasures. This This is real, and I'm a whore. The only thing that's more real to me is the fact that day in and day out, for almost six years, I've proved to everybody in the world that I'm the best at gargling nuts, on my knees, even in missionary. Everybody touches me. (laughs) And yet, no matter how many times I'm pounded, I'm left to jerk off into your little collector's cups. I'm not allowed to cover anybody in my own seed. I'm barely aroused. I don't get to be exposed in your dirty home movies. I'm not on Brazzers. I'm not on the poster of Cuckold Mania. I don't have a cock mold. I'm not sitting on Conan O'Brien's ginger face. I'm not on Jimmy Fallon's giggling dick. But the fact of the matter is I should be. And trust me, this isn't penis envy, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of Cuckold Mania next year and I'm not getting fisted in front of everybody makes me way too fucking soft to fuck anything. (laughs) This is a much longer promo than I thought it was. (laughs) Wait, let me get something straight. Those of you who are creaming in your jeans right now thinking about what you want to do to me, you're as big, uh, you are just as big as every dude that's plowed me as anyone else because you're the ones... Swallowing my jizz out of those collector's cups. You're the ones that cover me in your own seat in your program. And then at 5 o'clock in the morning in the airport, you try and shove it. And by that, I mean your penis is in my face, thinking you can get a blowy and sell the tape to Vivid because you're too lazy to get a real job. <sighs> I'm getting pegged by the WWE Championship on July 17th. And hell, who knows? Maybe I'll keep it in my butthole and take it to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll get ringed in Ring of Honor. Hey, Colcaban, how you doing? <laughs> the reason I'm leaving is you people because after I'm gone you're still going to pour your juices into everybody else I'm just a hole in the world the hole's going to keep burning and I understand that because Vince McMahon's going to fuck himself he's a masturbator when he should be a gangbanger you know why he's not a gangbanger <laughs> he surrounds himself with deep throated pussy eating gutter sluts like John Laronitis who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear in that sweet little ear I like to nibble on and I'd like to think Maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon has blown his load. But the fact is, it's going to get taken over by his idiotic, busty daughter and his limp dick son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. <laughs> Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon. You know how we do this whole bully campaign? He was balls deep inside me. The microphone cuts off and Punk hits his mic a few times, saying something inaudible, saying I've been silenced and we fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone just has a fucking natural inclination f- to write erotic fan fiction. <laughs> we do not make t-shirts in- anymore, but if we did, I would need a t-shirt to say hardest in the world. I mean, we well, can make that. T- we do make t-shirts. We can make we that do make- t-shirt. Oh, no. interesting. It is, and that you'd be the only person buying yeah, that shirt. Probably. <laughs> He's oh, a yeah, masturbator when he should be a gangbanger. That was that so was good. <laughs> God, I, then, then the Pat Patterson line. Oh, my God. I um, <sighs> I had a really hard time doing that. I bet. Yeah, sounds uh, like it. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, God, you almost made me hard. I'm like, all right, so do it again. Excuse <laughs> 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 me, my heart jumped through my asshole. <laughs> yeah, write that down. That's good. Use that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how about that Ric Flair promo from the '92 Rumble? Oh, oh, that's such a good. That's that. That would make me cry. Uh, Put that yeah, cigarette yeah. out of my ass. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Anything else? This is the horniest day of my life. <laughs> we hate to say we filled your hole, but we, we filled, filled your hole. hole. <laughs> I just got so dizzy. <laughs> oh God! Well, we have nothing else to say here. No, <laughs> we, uh, do you have something else to say? No, no. Uh, uh, well, well, one thing I will say. So I have three powers. So one, I it's the one we and you talked about, but I want to wait till Augie's here to announce it. You have two powers. You used the one on Augie, so you have two powers left. No, I have another one, but I want to wait. Can I? You know the, what the power what, what that power is, but I want to wait until Augie's on the show to announce it because it's going to be a long term project. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Since there's nothing says a power to Augie like in a long term project, let me tell you, uh, it is the he doesn't uh, have long term memory. It's, it's a singing one that you and me discussed. Do you, all right, so do you want to say it now? I'll edit it out, and we can say, well, actually, Augie, Tope used this power on you back when he had the championship. So say it now so it's on the record. So, uh, he, doesn't, so he doesn't say anything, and then we can play it back for him like we played that time he had to read a book. Oh, you just fucked all your friends up, bud. Um, so here's the idea we're going to do. Uh, so at the end of the show, we're going to hear uh, a song from one of our own. Um, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to have something called Potswoggle Idol. <laughs> Every- oh, that's right. Fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I totally forgot about them. Everyone but Mullet and me has to pick any song they want in the world record it, send it over to me, I'll edit them, and our fans would vote who is the best karaoke singer of their song, just like American Idol. <laughs> Whoever loses least amount of votes will uh, get a very special power later on for me, which I will not say right now. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that a mystery. Okay. Um, so, we'll leave, so we'll leave this in. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so Widden, Spencer, Rich, and Augie each have to record themselves singing any song they want, any song. And then send it to Tope, and our fans will vote on who the best was. And whoever gets the least amount of votes will have to do something Tope tells them to do. Yes. So it's the fans voting on this? <laughs> yes, it is, Witten. Tope, you want to just give me that power right now? <laughs> like, guys, just, like, be be like be, be real. Don't vote for your favorites. Vote for the best one. Yeah. Witten, I, I, Witten, did, Witten, I did that last time, and look what happened. Witten, you have two or three good karaoke jams. I've seen yes. them. Oh, God, you do. You have a chance in this. So does Augie. So does Rich. I've never seen Spencer do karaoke, but I'm sure Spencer's got one in his back pocket. Yeah, I've got some. I'm just afraid to say anything for fear of riling up either Tope or the fans. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking eggshells, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot I was exempt from that. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Oh, you're exempt? Oh, man. Yeah, because I was the one that helped him come up with the idea. Damn. I also feel like you have to choose a song that people know. Because if you choose a song that's like... Oh yeah, I crushed the song, but it's some you know weird B side from yeah. you know White Snake. It's like, well, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! You got my vote. That's Walsman. <laughs> I'll vote for you. Um, excellent. Alrighty, and then uh, are you gonna have? Are you gonna use one more during your final thoughts, Tope? Uh, yes, and just to say, none of this the singing until a certain point. Like, if someone else gets a power, this is not this does not control like the whole like 
power thing. So in terms of like uh, your future powers, just because it's such a long term thing, if that makes yeah. sense. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is we'll, we'll try to set like a deadline on it at some point where you need to get it done. But yeah, it won't it won't take away a power from him if you become champion next week. So, um, so and again, speaking of next week, we talked about the beginning of the show on Wednesday, the 12th, 830 Eastern on Twitch, Potswoggle title tournament. Three stages of hell. Come see some backstage brawls, some tables matches, and some Iron Man matches. I have the bracket set up here. Barring any changes to characters, we will see Kenny Omega versus Spider Ham. We will see Steve Urkel versus Brian Danielson. We will see Samoa Joe versus Doug Judy. And we will see Punishment Martinez versus Daniel Bryan. (laughs) Match for the ages. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all, all in backstage brawls and then the winners will go on to do other things uh i'm already talking plugs uh thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show of course you can find us wherever you get your podcast every single week also our home base of arcadeaudio.net check out all the other podcasts in our network if you like those podcasts uh, if you like podswoggle head over to patreon.com slash arcade audio to support the podcast every single month. That's where you're going to get a lot of this hashtag hot tent that we're dishing out to you. Um, not only do we have that, uh, that theme song that Tope was talking about hitting there, but if you haven't gone and watched Spencer and Rich's commentary for King of the Ring 2000, that's available there now. Um, also going to be coming up there soon is going to be Widden's, uh Britney Spears smorgasbord extravaganza. Um, also, I believe there's going to be a video of Widen getting his eyebrows started on there. Widen's, how, Widen, how's your face feeling? Uh, it, it hurts. So, thankfully, my, <laughs> thankfully, my wife was just like, "You should take two ibuprofen before we go." So, thankfully for that, but it's it still hurts. Like I just, I did not recognize. I did not know how this was going to go. Isn't it weird and, that the the esthetician has to use her mouth for eyebrow threading? Isn't that a bizarre? yes yeah and so she's like doing like the outer parts of it and it's not that bad and then she's like okay hold your eyelid hold your eyelid (laughs) close because i'm gonna do the under part and that's when it all turns to hell uh just yeah it was it's anyone who's listening if you've never seen eyebrow threading before we're gonna post a video yeah okay you have to watch this video it's such a bizarre it's very weird it's it's quick so it was done within 10 minutes but Mm -hmm. It felt like 30. I remember Sam, every time we're at a mall, like Sam gets it done at the eyebrow place in the mall. I'm like, should I go like fucking watch a movie? She's like, no, I'll be done like in five minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. So, it's yeah. So, thank, so, yeah, thankfully that's done. Absolutely. Uh, all social media, of course, for Potswall, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, as I said, Twitch, make sure you're going to YouTube every single Monday uh, for 2018, immediately after Raw, starting in 2019. Head up against Raw, sons of bitches, um, for P1 Pinnacle action. And send us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. And send us a message at the Podswoggle mailbag, arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. Rich, what do we have in that hot mailbag? Uh, yeah, so we got a couple things. Um, the first uh, is from M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. Uh, and uh, the question is if New Japan Pro Wrestling put on a match between Ibushi, Osprey, Okada, and Tanahashi, how many discs would have to be fused and how dope would all their wheelchairs be? <laughs> oh, God. 
Man, what a question to answer the day Dynamite Kid died. <laughs> oh, he was an asshole. Um, <laughs> he was the George was just... W. Bush of wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Fucking uh, fight me. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, friend, my friend literally sent me the same thing like today. He's like, he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, anyway, I mean, like, look, I'm not trying to talk shit about people, but just come on. Look up the guy's Wikipedia. Come on. <laughs> uh, how many discs are there to do? Like, how many, like, I want to give an actual answer to this. <laughs> All the discs. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, 105 discs between the, yeah. And I say... Fuse them all together in between each of the wrestlers. Make them all like one. Ooh, like one a mega mecha. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be dope. Well, I'm horrified. That's what the that... wheelchairs are. It's like they're <laughs> <laughs> basically want to make a wrestler mechs. It's going to be fucking horrific to watch because it's probably going to be Abushi and Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Is that like what the like the rumblings are? Really? That's that's how horrific. Uh, Osprey at some point has the never title shot, and that's who, or either either Abushi or Osprey, I think, is going to wind up with the never title and defend it against the other because the the junior match is already set up to be Kushida and Ishimori, and Abushi has oh, no other so opponent sick. because because everyone's already tied up, so that's the only people who are left. So. I'm surprised yeah. they don't do more stuff like that with the never open title. Like that's the whole point of it is it's it's open weight. Like, open weight, yeah, yeah. It's been mostly associated with like the like the strong style, yeah. Like like you know Suzuki stiff Koto. stiff mm-hmm. stiff beef Shibata. boys, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah. No, that's it's. I think it'd be a great way to transition over to a new thing. So, <clears throat> um, this next uh, message is from. Uh, Tom Scarnetti, Scarnetti, I fucked mm. that up. Uh, but he's used to it. <laughs> uh, he who also sent in a game um, that yeah. need to be update, updated because it was a NXT Takeover game. But anyway, um, he wants to know what is your favorite happy accident in WWE slash wrestling in general? Like something that wasn't supposed to happen, but it did, and everything works out for the better because of it. For me, I remember the fact that Mustafa Ali was actually an alternate for the Cruiserweight Classic and wouldn't have appeared at all if Brazilian wrestler Zumbi... Zumbi? I think it was Zumbi. Yeah, you're talking about the, the genie the, from Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, no, I'm talking about the uh, claymation... Uh, uh, <laughs> Zumbi. Show. Zumbi. Uh, Zumbi. <laughs> Zum- Zum- Zombie. Would have gotten his... Uh, yeah. So talking it, about the logical journey of the Zombinis? The educational <laughs> game from Broderbund. So yeah, so Mustafa Ali wouldn't appear at all if Zombie uh, would have gotten his visa issues cleared up. As a big fan of Ali from watching 205 Live, I gotta say that those circumstances worked out pretty well. Thanks again for the great shows. That's a good answer. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I have two. I have a historical one and I have just a one that we're still seeing every single day. So the historical one, probably the most famous one. Uh, yeah, if, if, uh, if Triple H didn't go out to the middle of the ring and hug his best friends... Uh, we wouldn't have had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. I'd say that's a happy little accident. Uh, also, it's the best thing that ever happened to Triple H and the fact that he had to eat shit for so long. Uh, but probably the most in the long-term endearing one, uh, yo, the DDT was created by fucking accident. <laughs> Jake <laughs> Roberts' dumbass slipped. No way. <laughs> I didn't know, did not know that. Yeah, the, you had a guy in a front headlock and the the their feet got tangled 
And so they fell at the same time, and the guy was smart enough to just stay down because the oh. people were like, yo, what the fuck was that? God, that's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the DDT was born. Yeah, I mean, so. along those same lines, uh, the stink face as well. Totally. You should know what to do. <laughs> Also created by Jake Roberts. No. <laughs> In a hotel room. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sometimes, sometimes two with toys. Sometimes two at the same time. Just couldn't be on the mat, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Claymore was invented on accident as well. It was. That's a very good table for three episodes. No one's watched it. Uh, I have two. And these are the only two I could possibly think of. They may not be happy accidents because they both involve injuries. Uh, first one was when, when Barrett was still in, he got injured in 2012 and he was slated to win money in the bank that year. The person that ended up winning it was Dolph Ziggler who cashed it in on Alberto Del Rio the next year, the night after WrestleMania and kind of started the whole night after WrestleMania being a huge deal. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Uh, the, the other one, uh, was Sting getting injured. Because this may be against what all y'all are thinking. I'm kind of happy that Sting only wrestled a couple matches in WWE, and that's it. I, w- I wouldn't want him to keep wrestling and just kind of kind of, kind of go downhill. Right. You know, so two matches, good matches, great, right off. So I was going to say, my second injury one is Wade Bear was supposed to win Money in the Bank in 2013. Uh, <laughs> you just keep your Wade Barrett every single year. That's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, any other ones? Tope, Spencer? I don't know if this is... This isn't exactly the same... Along the same lines as y'all's, but it's. I think it's similar enough. Um, the fact that uh, The Rock, his initial face turn... Or initial face run was so ill-received after, like, mm-hmm. week two. And they're like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. Just talk like you talk, I guess. And then he became <laughs> The Rock. So. Yeah. It's pretty pretty nice happenstance for him. He's not the you know highest paid actor in Hollywood because people hated him. I'll take it. I'll allow it. Topaz Mills. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's an accident as and they didn't expect something to happen, but CM Punk and that concussion in the rumble kind of helped out I think everyone in the long run. Uh and punk wise saved his life. Daniel Bryan just that's the first like small guy. They were like, you know what? Maybe we can get these indie fucks and let them do their own thing. And now all of them are on TV doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I could even take the the Bryan thing back further to him choking Justin Roberts with his tie. Because mm-hmm. uh, if he doesn't do that, he doesn't get released. And if he doesn't get released, maybe he never really gets set apart from the rest of the nexus and he's just like another member of the fucking core and then he's you know down the road rhino's tag team partner you know like <laughs> like who knows yeah yeah and on, on on that same thing it's a happy accident Vince McMahon actually went to his first nxt show which i think was wrestlemania 31 and that's the first time he saw charlotte for sasha and that Apparently was what kind of started to him being like, oh, Charlotte's good. Oh, Charlotte's good. Women are good. So you're saying Vince McMahon started the women's evolution? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, <laughs> he literally, <laughs> he literally 
bread. The woman's re- yeah. revolution. I'd say, yeah, the, the, the steam and then exited his penis that became Stephanie McMahon was the start of the women's revolution, as we're told all the time. That exact phrasing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Verbatim. Every single <laughs> Cool. Hope that significantly answered your question, Tom. And I uh, do have the game marked in our Gmail. We will do it uh, sometime in 2019 when we need a, a game episode. And we have Augie here because I think the request was for Augie to run it, if I'm not mistaken. I think that may have uh, been what we talked about, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No point of him being in a game, even I mean, though he didn't get last the one. Oh, you got last, right? It's an NXT game. He may not be bad at it. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm reading the email and I like maybe you can use it for a game or something. Or I don't know. I'm not your dad. Any other ones, Rich? No, that's uh that's it. Very cool. But so make sure you guys are hitting up that mailbag, uh, especially before, like I said, uh two weeks from now, our um first part of our two part Swaggy Award nomination show. Um Rich, are we gonna have the nominations anywhere for people to see ahead of time or can people just kind of send us their unofficial ones for um for so we know the categories for the swaggy awards if people want to send us ideas or like potential winners ahead of time are we gonna uh like show the categories to everybody or no no we've we've those have always been closed okay i i couldn't remember no 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 they're they're lucky that they get say in the winner, okay? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody's not going to win their karaoke contest, Rich. <laughs> I will with sheer talent. <laughs> oh, man. Tacky. Rich is, Rich is going to... We also need to fuck with Rich, because Rich has like nine songs he could do. Yeah, it's... me for? What? Because you are a goddamn performer. Oh, this has nothing to do with that. Oh, it's not. Okay. Sure. Sure, it's not. I think I hit all the plugs. So let's hit all the last thoughts and get out of here. Uh, Witten, final thoughts. Uh, the one thing I want to do here is, even though we talked talked about him lightly, you know, Dynamite Kid did pass away today. And even though he is kind of an asshole, his wrestling has was completely revolutionary and there's a there's a book out there from david shoemaker the mass man's called the squared circle life death and professional wrestling and he kind of talks about wrestlers past you know present and things like that kind of giving eulogies um for the wrestlers who have passed away and in the chapter of british bulldog he talks about dynamite kids so it's just a short passage i, I just wanted to read because i think it's just a beautiful passage um uh, his matches with Tiger Mask in Japan in those early years are justifiably the stuff of wrestling industry legend. Watching the matches in the context of their time, they seem to incorporate the entire history of the sport and evolve into a new electric thing. For Dynamite, it was a revelation to be working for the first time with guys who could keep up with him. Watching the early British Bulldogs matches in WWF, one is struck by the athleticism and technical skill that both of the Bulldogs employ. Davy Boy was clearly inspired to greatness by his cousin, in his later years, Smith said of Billington that he, quote, looked up to him like he was a god, end quote. And the Dynamite Kid was seemingly driven to some sort of masochistic perfection by something deep inside him. For lack of a less obvious diagnosis, you can almost see the Napoleon complex working itself out in the ring. He dominated his opponents with a stiff, unrelenting frenzy when he was in command. 
and brutalized himself with his high-wire performance, flinging himself literally headfirst into whatever position would make each move look more impressive. So he kind of... Go watch previous matches. Go watch the Tiger Mask matches. He is somebody who kind of paved the way for a lot of people today. So he's an asshole, but he was a great wrestler. Spencer, final thoughts. Um, thanks. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's Mold's fault. Um, <laughs> No, I you were know. always next. You were always next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could puck, I could puck some of my stuff, I guess, but that's fine. Do it. No, Do it. I don't want to anymore. I've missed my window. <laughs> You're literally in your window right now. No, I missed <laughs> Go listen to the Let's Sleeping Dogs Live podcast. It is great. It is funny. Oh, I Go should do that. Huh? I, said, I should do that. I've heard good things about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you should hear the trailer after this episode and every episode of uh, the show throughout the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, but I got nothing. <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. Um, well, everything you need to hear is going to be in the trailer for Let's Sleeping Dogs Lie at the end of this episode. Uh, aside from that, uh, Dijak has gone by Chris Dijak, Christopher Dijak, Dijak, Donovan Dijak, and right now he's going by Dominic Dijak. That sucks. <laughs> is that all? In, is that all in like his like alias section of Wikipedia? Yep. Oh, that's that's the drizzling shit. Uh, it's okay. He'll have one match on TV with Keith Lee and then be fine. Uh, Topai, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to Charlie Caruso. Happy, happy birthday, Augie. I was gonna fucking remind you. <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, just want to say, I do have one more power left. The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! But I want to give it to our great friends on our Discord. So that's what I'm going to say. If you're not part of the Discord and you want to give a power to someone... Or use a power on one of the Swallow Squad members. Join our Discord. I'm going to be polling our Discord, and then we're going to figure out a punishment together, which you will hear on the Swaggies. So. That's some vertical yeah. integration. Yeah, hey, man, I, trust, I trust all those guys. <laughs> they were in the they're my, they're my uh, fucking, what do you call it, constituents. <laughs> man. I mean, tomorrow when we all come up with really self-serving questions of the day, (laughs) how great are all of you? (laughs) I'm just saying, I know Dave's my man because he hooked it up with that Whopper deal. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck you, Dave Johnson. Bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Or patreon.com slash arcade audio. Join it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> not only do you get all these ideas, but you also get like all the other bonus shows for every other show that that produces it yeah it's great yes it's a good deal for five dollars a month best best five dollars in the biz fuck the 9.99 high spots not high spots are friends what am i doing i don't know let's end this <laughs> for tope for rich for spencer for for Witten. happy birthday augie this is mo it's for podswoggle wrestling podcast with entertainment we are slogging off Oh, man, we forgot Rhino got fired. We've got to talk about that. He's got a boat. He's fine. <laughs> uh, here's Mullet singing Sasha Banks for that 20 seconds. 
Had a dream, I had made it. And now there's nothing dragging down me now. Because a girl gon' push it all out the way. Destined to break in, I found my way, yeah. Now ain't nobody gonna try to take it. Because a girl gon' push them all out the way. I remember when I couldn't pay the rent. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Spencer Hamilton, the host of Arcade Audio's newest podcast, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. Recorded in front of a live studio audience in Chicago, we'll be bringing you new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, why did Michael Jordan <laughs> wear number 23? Uh, that is because the only soda he drank was Dr. Pepper. Okay. <laughs> Excellent answer, excellent answer, excellent. Is this family feud? Sure. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so much for coming out to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, we got that. We nailed that. Nefario. Hello, Norman. Toy to toy to toy. In 1984, the science fiction horror movie Chud was released. Yeah, it was Air Chug Golden Receiver. <laughs> There's no rule saying a Chud can't play. <laughs> I can't tell you why, yeah. but I could eat a lot of thumbs and toes. Respect the process. Snake it! <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> He's challenging your Space Jam knowledge. Oh, you want to challenge my motherfucking Space Jam knowledge? <laughs> no, I think an older brother is like one quarter of a so I think we should get I think we should get one one point two five points and rounding up that is a two even points. I'm doing nothing of the sort. In Super Mario Brothers 3, Mario can transform into what appears to be a raccoon, but is actually a Japanese animal known as a tanuki. You did it all for tanuki. Hey, you know how turtles are born when a lizard steals a big shell. Hey, Peter, I got a question for you. Hey, do bears have shells? Uh, no. <laughs> Some would argue that a cave is a shell. I don't know. I don't know who they were, but I would argue that. I would say that. Have you ever seen a turtle smoke a weed? Yeah. Smoke just a single weed. <laughs> have you seen a turtle smoke a single weed? Uh, do you think that the answer they gave is true? No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> not at all. Way to own it, Fiona. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so as not to miss a moment of misdirection. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.